Yes, I am a pirate. Two hundred years too late. The cannons don't thunder. There's nothing to plunder. I'm an over forty victim of fate. Arriving too late. Arriving too late. What's up, uh, Pirate Nation? What up? Holy shit, we're back. It's Pod 105. First time since 2020, other than your solo boy last year, Joe. Yeah, almost three years since the last pod. Lots has changed since then. I know I've had two, I've had two children uh, since then and moved houses. So now I'm, I'm up in the lovely city of Carmel, Indiana now. Carmel. Carmel, as the there French call it. As Jay calls it. Yes, he's up here too. Uh, Jay would have joined us, but uh, it's a little bit late uh, tonight that we're recording. Late night pod recording session, so it was a little bit past his bedtime, but he'll join us in an upcoming episode. Can't wait. Bart yeah. Scott. Can't wait! We actually had a little bit of technical difficulties to start out, so this is the same <laughs> we're recording the intro. So it didn't. the first time, you guys should have heard it. It was, it was unbelievable. Good. It was really good. good. This is take two, but hey, fuck it. We're back. Yeah, so, for sure. What are we going to start off with tonight? My one of my favorite segments, Boss of the Week. Boss of the Week. I go I want good, good. Play if you want the store. I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, who you got for Boss of the Week, Joe? So, first nomination, Boss of the Week. The Renz Brothers. Congratulations to Jason Rams and Plymouth High School. Congratulations again. Thank you, Yeah, that's great. That is uh, Jeremy Renz, uh, his brother, who uh, I don't think, well, he may have come in right toward the end of the game. 5'8", he's a sophomore. Jason ranks fifth in his class of 250 students. He has above an A average. And Jerry, you'll be happy to know he's going to attend Indiana University in pre-dentistry next fall. So the Renz brothers, first and second place currently after week one. Solid teams, lots of cash available for trades in the future. So I could see this actually not being a mirage. I think the the Renz brothers have a a couple quality teams. Uh, So yeah, good week one for them. First nomination of Boss of the Week. We will be rolling dice to see who actually wins. So we're we're gonna nominate six and then roll and see who actually wins this week. Shit. Well, I only only had one, so we're going to... <laughs> we can make some up. Well, Jay sent one on, too, so so I have one that Jay nominated there you as go. well. Uh, well, you know, yeah, just thinking about the Renz brothers, but yeah, DDS in a spot he's never really been before. Jimmy always finishes in second place, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they're at one-two, but, you know, could flip by the end of the season. My boss of the week, Ty Freak. With the best beginning field position, 35 of L.A. He's got Hill. That's a touchdown. The sack sets it up. The defense held. The electrifying Hill finishes it off for Tua Tungvalu. Ty Freak, boy, is he the most important player in fantasy other than a quarterback? I mean, holy shit. 15 targets, 11 catches for 215 and two tutties. Boss. He's just flying around out there. He's just so much faster than everybody else. It's ridiculous. 
I got him all over my best ball teams. I actually had the Tua Tyreek uh, stack in my other league, which I put up. I put up an impressive score. There you so, yeah. yep. Ty Freak, my boss of the week. Uh, who'd Jay have? His boy, Jay, right? Jay, Tua Nation. Tua Nation. And they go to the end zone and caught. Hill, touchdown! Touchdown! The Dolphins have recaptured the lead. One on one against Michael Davis to the corner. What a day for Tua Tungavailoa. 466 yards and his third touchdown of the day. Makes sense, right? Yep. So, so since you only did one, let's just make the Renz brothers nomination one and two. Jeremy's one, one two. Jason two, uh, and then we got Ty Freak, Ty Freak three, two a four, and I got another one for you. We'll go off script uh, a little bit off the NFL. We're gonna go. I know you'll like this one. Pete Crow Armstrong. There's a drive to right center, and that's a gapper, and that's gonna be trouble. No. A great catch by Pete Crow Armstrong. He came out of nowhere. The 21-year-old Cubs prospect who was just called up uh, a couple days ago, looking like Tory catches. Oh, looks like Tory Hunter is what I said when I see him out there. A little fun fact about Pete Crow Armstrong. I've said this many times. I'm sure people have heard this, but his mom was in the movie Little Big League. For all that. And she was the mom in that movie, and it's just, it, it brings back memories of the 90s, one of the best uh, decades of all time. But great movie, and I'm really glad that PCA is on the Cubs. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, too bad the mom isn't the mom from Rookie of the Year. That would have just been so <laughs> <throw> symbolic. <laughs> Float it. Float it. <laughs> It right. was I, me. <laughs> I do like that one going off script. You know, I don't really have a six one though. I can't really come up with anyone one quick. Can you at all? Or we just yeah? Go? I mean, I'm wearing my margarita. Oh, there you go. So, you so go. let's let's go in honor of Jimmy Buffett. He can yeah. be our our last nomination for boss of the week. And I got my dice right here. I'm rolling five. So. Pete Crow Armstrong, I'm pretty sure, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's number five. Go. All right. So boss of the week, PCA. All right. Next up, uh, let's go good, bad, and the lucky. Buzz chasing the D again. Ayo. Hey, you heard it here first on the podcast. We're on our third cigarette break. Yeah, everyone's smoking cigs. Rick hadn't had one in like 15. I think there's the most parody in the league we've ever had, which I think is going to be exciting for this season. Good luck to everyone except for Byron. I got lucky there, so. The ball is life, son. Rise up. The good, the bad, and the lucky. All right, I will start off and have a, for good, I went Dallas Deef. Holy shit, we're on the same page, man. Did you pick them? It was a ridiculous game. I mean, they yeah. were what, 31 and a half points. Um, the only person that outscored them, the only player that outscored them last week was Tua. And you don't see that very often. I don't know if that's ever happened, so. Yeah, 31, 31 at least in our scoring. Or is our scoring different, Deef, or is it is it standard Deef? I don't know. It's it, I think it's a little bit different. Uh, I think we changed it because we wanted to favor not giving up points a little bit more. 
30 Another points. thing. It kept me in it kept me in this week, but not quite enough. You're the deep king. Like you <laughs> literally always have like some kind of superstar deep. It did remind me of the Seahawks back in the day when you used to yeah. you actually made him a keeper that one yeah, season. Yeah, that was a keeper as the only probably the only and first year keeper deep ever. Uh, I did have Bijan too. I didn't have his stats, but he was. I put Bijan. That was also a good for me. So a little yep. different. Bad. Same thing though. On the opposite ends, the G-Men. Holy fuck! They gave up 31 fantasy points to a Deef. Uh, the boys had seven sacks, uh, two ta- two fumbles, and a block kick, and two tutties. Holy shit! What a Deef. Just. Just to show how good Dallas Deef was against the Giants, I, the PFF, who we all love and know that their rank, rankings are gospel, Chris they Collins. had, yep, that's right. They had the Giants as a top five offensive line in the league, and Dallas just ate their lunch. Yeah, they did. So, I, I think the Giants will bounce back, but Dallas Deef for real, might be the Legion of Boom type of defense for the rest of the season. They were oh, good last year. Love to see it. My bad is a guy I traded this offseason, Cam Akers. Although he scored a touchdown that saved his day, this stat line just blows my mind. 22 carries for 29 yards. 1.3 yards per carry. I feel like I could do that. I legit, if you give me the football and and run, I mean, I'm not going to hold up for 22 carries. I'm going to break my neck, you know, on the third carry. But still, I feel like you could get any kind of like small college running back and he could get 29 yards if you gave him 22 carries. Just lay down, right? Yep. So Kyron Williams is coming. But the backup, he was really the starter. Yep. From Notre Dame. Yeah. People loving that shit, I'm sure. Yeah, they face the Niners deep uh, this upcoming week, so maybe Cam Akers can go, you know, 20 carries for 10 yards. Bosa Nation rise up, I guess. Here's uh, a here's a ahead, bonus. Here's a bonus bad. Uh, some of the, the pod listeners are not going to like this, but 08. Stinky yeah. poo poo 08. Minus J, of course. 08 puts up an 82-point average in week one for a 356 uh, cumulative winning percentage, which would have been good enough for 13th place last year in the the league. Not coming. It it was bad. It was a a bad week. Not much scoring in the entire league, but 08, you know. Cool t-shirts, but you guys fucking suck. (laughs) Those t-shirts were badass. They were cool. They were cool. I even uh, liked Randy's speech. Good job, Randy, on the speech. Yeah, I was I mean, a little bit surprised he, how good it was. No notes or anything? I mean, you couldn't have read them anyways, but... No, speaking from the heart. I mean, those, those uh, what's it called? Those hooked on phonics lessons are really coming in handy. <laughs> All right, lucky. I had all the clenchers in week one. Holy shit, man. Uh, me, Aaron Rodgers, goes down, play four, so... Automatically tanks Garrett Wilson, although he did make an unbelievable catch. My boy. Also, I did not pay sixty fucking dollars for him, ninety. I think he was like thirty-two or something for Joe Burrow. Sixty dollars is a little much, but I would have liked to have Mahomes for sixty dollars. I don't even remember what he went for, but fuck. Uh, also, sidecar edged you, Joe, as sidecar does, and Cubbies beat the tub. Uh, and basically, all I got to say about that is that's Rats football. <laughs> Clutch. 
rats are clutch. So Lucky, I I'm gonna go back to the draft and say, Blaine, drop in 20s at the draft. I've never oh seen God, a performance so like this. So hot. I think he, what did he win, three in a row or something like that? Easily, I mean, I did. I think I only won maybe two drop 20s and I easily lost $200, like easily. But being the good guy that he is, he paid for the pizza oh, at the man. end of the draft, which was so clutch. We were starving. Uh, Everyone was high as fuck. We needed something. Yeah, Fidel's is like <laughs> North Korea. No Wi-Fi, no food, no. Ba the bathrooms suck, but you know, it's a great place. Great place to spend a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I mean, it was a good place to eat a twenty milligram uh, gummy, and but yeah, we definitely <laughs> needed those fucking pizzas afterwards. Nice job, Jay. Oh, speaking of draft ass, since we're done with good, bad, and lucky, I wanted to kind of talk about some of the, I was thinking of these, some improvements that were just off the top of my head. Yeah. One thing that I thought of is it was really hard to hear Ryan Clinton, even though I was kind of like the closest person to him while it was going on. And it was hard to kind of hear him a lot. There was a lot of chit chat. I don't know if we were a little bit more tipsy since the draft started later. Yeah, I think everyone uh, was way but... more fucked up than what they wanted. At least I was. I know I was way more fucked up uh, than I wanted to be in that point of the draft. I wanted to be about Did, three uh... quarters of the way and then be that fucked up. And it was the start of it. So yeah, I think Chaddy right. definitely. Go ahead though. I keep reading. So I think a small a small speaker and a mic mm. for the auctioneer might help. We can get one for like you know 150 bucks, a real nice one, and uh, you know keep it at Fidel's, just like the cum cup that we found nice. sitting behind the bar. Oh, was it really? That was kind of. Oh yeah, I was so happy when he we, he brought it out. He found it. It was. Oh, I nice. think it was sitting sitting up there. And another thing. We need to get the extra TV. Yeah, and no one could actually see what was going on. I know we've had it in the past. I don't know why we didn't, if we didn't have the right cable. Did Wiggs take it home going. or something? I don't know. Mm. Oh yeah, is that what he bought didn't that? buy it? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what happened. I don't know if a projector would work Yeah. since it's daytime. Might, I don't know yeah. if it, it would be. <sighs> I, I didn't notice the chip smell this year though. Yeah, So good job. Improving a little bit. Clean that out. Anything else? And yeah, last okay. thing. Bid, bid paddles. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're not necessary, but I think it would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about internet? We I, I can't remember who I was talking to this about, but like, you know, let, what's, it, what's it cost for the league to just pay for the year of high-speed internet for Fidel's? <laughs> I mean, what, is, what does it cost each person? Like $10? For the year, I mean, might want to think about it. We could have the draft board, no problem. Everything would work. Yeah, the TVs also are were a big thing. I think I, I had no idea how much money I had, how much anybody else had, which players I still wanted to go after, which positions I needed. Couldn't see anything. Yep, it was bad. It was, yeah. That's what I'm gonna blame my horrible draft on. Same, at least same. Uh, but all right, still a good time. Still, yeah, just great. looking for ways to looking for ways to improve the experience. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I'm not asking for a new commissioner or anything, but I mean, <laughs> it was it was a good time. Uh, I had a good time. Uh, it was great to see everybody. It was great to hang out for the day. Um, yeah, let's just let's make the league better, right? Always. Uh, all right, let's get into some of the uh, some of the little side games that we all play, right? Can we get much higher? So high, so 
Survivor. Uh, so all seven. Are you in this year, Joe? Shit, I'd be far. Oh yeah. Okay. Always. I'm always. Okay. In. I, I thought so. I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but okay. I'm usually one of the early ones to get out. This year, nobody went out on week one, which was probably pretty rare. I mean, all seventeen survived. Also, Survivor season forty-five is back, September twenty-seventh. So you might not be able to count on Jay that week because he might be the he might be out Survivor in all the survivor pools like pulling names i don't know i might want to get in one fuck i kind of like it it's now. season 45 45 yeah oh my god i never watched it before i think jay kind of like you know nudged me a little bit to watch it my kids fucking love it we all watch it together it's fucking great i love survivor i'm a survivor guy now um i think that started when we were in like sixth. when i was in like sixth grade i'm pretty sure the first season came out something like that it's been a I, wow. And I think they do two a year, maybe. That's how they get to 45. But, you know, need someone else to verify that. But I think that's where it goes. What's the host's name? Jeff Probst. Probst Picks. That's my guy. S still cash and checks. Yeah. So we had nine on the commies, eight on the Ravens, two on uh, Atlanta. That was Kofi and Big Dog. So that gets you to 17, I, I believe, if the math is correct. Pick them. Jay, Jay and Andrew and Dick Picks all with 10. I didn't look up who Dick's Picks was. Uh, and Joe, you're at the bottom with six in uh, Pick'em. So I think- yeah, I went with a lot of favorites. Yeah, I think I, when I originally did it, I think I chose all the favorites and then I was like, I can't do that. So then I went back and <laughs> changed it a, a couple. Uh, so yeah, Jay here we go. I got the members. Here we go, I got the list. Dick Picks is big dog. Makes sense, makes sense. Uh, big dog. Uh, speaking of DFS now, Dallas, Dallas with the number one spot. Big dog with number two, and then BK always with his Thursday stacks uh, finished third. But here's Dallas's lineup. Is is winning lineup for week one. Lamar, Miles Sanders, your boy. Tony Pollard with 21 points. CR1K with 20 points. Pittman with 20 points. Ty Freak with 39 points. Noah Gray. That was, you know, trying to trying to come up with something. Austin Eckler, 24, and Falcons D. So right. He. Uh, I wonder how many. I wonder how many people picked Tyreek week one in that group because that's who you, you needed him basically to win. Yeah, good call. Next time I'll look at percentages because holy shit, uh, that was 39 well, points. How many? One. How many teams in fantasy league had Dallas D and lost week one? Yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably one of the rare cases, but you had the Joe Burrow bomb. Yeah. What he had, he had less than 100 yards passing. Three fantasy points. So yeah. I'm a little worried. I'm a little yeah. worried. Not to not to set off your alarm, but uh, I, he's always been a guy that I always thought was overrated. Yeah. Because I don't watch college football, so yeah. I don't really care about what he did at LSU. Yeah. Unless it's Livy Dunn, right? The, the things that I've kind of heard about him like over this past week was that, you know, he, had, he didn't do any preseason. He didn't practice. He's coming off of the injury early on. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, like, last week was kind of just a, you know, a normal preseason game for him. Week two, start rolling. We'll see, though. Yep. If not, um, maybe I'll start selling. Who knows? Yeah, I'm not completely jumping off, but... But it's just got my antennas uh, tingling a little bit. Are you gonna be? Say that you're gonna be. Yeah, let's let me let me bring up some NFL things since since yeah. we were just talking about it. 
What I noticed right away is here's a, here's another league complaint because I'm the best at complaining. Early injuries, we need that extra IR spot. I'm not sure why that wasn't on the vote uh, when we were deciding to add the extra wild card and all that stuff. I've been asking for an IR spot. Can I get a freaking vote, man? Yeah. Congress, let's go, bring it up. Yeah, pass it through the house. You know, uh, I just really feel like we need that extra IR spot. It's all, we were already getting hit with them early and, and I think it would help. And like we were talking about, um, Joe Burrow had a bad performance. He wasn't the only one. There were so many bad quarterback performances and just bad starting quarterbacks. Josh Dobbs, Baker Mayfield, Zach Wilson now, Ryan Tannehill might be the worst of them all. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, three rookies. It's bad. Yeah. I think there's it's going to be lower uh, fantasy scoring this season, possibly. It seemed like scoring was, I mean, down for week one uh, oh, yeah. across the board. But yeah, so tight end. The, the tight end position was a joke in week one. Thanks, uh, thanks you know, Godert. Yeah, big zero. And I'm not asking for, uh, I'm not asking right now, but here's an idea maybe turn the tight end position into a flex love it love it fuck tight end yeah i'm tight yeah i have four of them on my roster so if you need one i'm ready that's why I, i'm i'm planning the trade uh fuck tight end they don't it's not an actual position anymore they all play wide receiver right lastly i want to mention this we didn't get to him in the bad but this is so bad chase claypool is human garbage bears nation right <laughs> The Bears traded the 32nd pick in the draft for this guy. 10 games later, uh, they wouldn't even be able to trade him away for a used pocket pussy. <laughs> That's how much this guy fucking sucks. Scared I heard there's talk that- I'm scared to order one of those. Well, I'd rather have that than Chase Claypool. I'm not, I'm not making that trade. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I heard I heard he might even be inactive for week two. Good riddance. Get rid of this guy. Just shut him down. Notre Dame Irish, sit the fuck down. Oh yeah. How did he even get into Notre Dame? He's a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear him talk, he's uh, he talks like a jackass. So I don't know how he got into Notre Dame. The standards are dropping a little bit. Yeah, football team, right? Right. Let him in. Let him. In. I guess if if you can run a four three, I guess they'll they'll let your grade let slip a little in. bit. That was a that was probably uh, Brian Kelly's staff, right? I mean, that that's what they'll blame it on, right? Yep. And Brian Kelly, you know, quality human beings. Right. I think everyone has learned uh, over the years. Quality. Well, yeah, absolutely. All right. Our next segment: Jake and Joe's jizz picks. Whatever happened to predictability? <laughs> I think I'm gonna try something that I ain't, I ain't never did before on this one. Let's go. Get your lighters rolling, sticky, let's get high. Jake and Joe's Jazz Picks. On my heading, I still label it as Jay's Jazz Picks. Just had to. <laughs> I will give it a little update. I know we talked about it just earlier, the 0708, but guess what? It was 2 2 last week. No matter how bad it was, there, it was only 2 2. Drummies over the lax, Jay over beans, butter over Davis 30, and DDS over chafe. So two and two. I'm gonna keep track. I like how you shortened buttermilk to just butter. <laughs> <laughs>
So uh, let's start off with the biggest matchup of them all, the two pod boys facing each other, Joe versus Jake. The jizz boy matchup of the week. Let's just talk about some of the important matchups. Jake, you, Kenneth Gainwell is out for Thursday night football now, which is a big that. loss because he looked good. I just saw that, so bad news. Yeah. For me. So you're going to be filling in the bench. You're going to be filling in with you know one of your RBs that's on the bench. Maybe Rashad Penny gets a little bit more run this week. Yeah. Who knows? Devin Singletary. Who knows? Uh, for me, my Seahawks versus Detroit. Uh, I like that matchup, even though they kind of have the same thing that I said about Joe Burrow. That was a really bad second half. Gino looked real like he was kind of looked like he was figured out, yeah. possibly. Hopefully not, because I paid a high quality nine dollars for him, oh. as we remember. Was, was there some? But, was there something said that like he was going to go for <laughs> ten or something? At uh... hey, I, I, I gave Chafe a ten dollar bill, okay. paid off the bet, so we're we're good now. He was right. I was a little surprised the the QBs went for a little less than I was expecting. Chafe was just collecting money. Holy shit. Yes, he was. Uh, what do you think about Diggs? Doesn't he always do that, though? Yeah, probably. What do you think about Diggs? I mean, or, or just that Buffalo offense in general. Like, I mean, he got his for sure, but, like, they just don't seem the same. I think that was a fluke. Okay. I think that, that week one was a fluke. Um, Josh Allen, I don't know. He looks like he was making really bad decisions, like he was concussed or something. I don't know what that was. The 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 fumble in the fourth quarter when he had the bad snap and then decided, I'm just going to run right into the defensive tackle. Right. That was not a very smart decision. But yeah, I think I think they'll recover. I think the the Bills are a top five offense in the league still. All right, next so next one. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Well, we didn't even say. You didn't pick who who won? No, because I I mean, all right. Fuck this. Fuck that matchup. I mean, one of us goes to zero and two. One of us goes to one and one. So I don't like it for either of us. Here it is. Jamal Williams of the Saints is going to have a big game on Monday Night Football to give me just a slight edge over. So I'm taking Joe over Jake slightly. Not mad at it. I mean, not mad at the pick. Mad at the situation. Where are you at, Cooper? Well, Dap. Here's another thing, Dallas Deef versus Zach Wilson for you. Uh, That's going to be interesting. Put up 31 again. Let's go, boys. Yeah. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Insert the clip. (laughs) Maybe you can ask Jerry Jones the hologram what he thinks about if the defense is going to do well. Did you hear about this? No. He he made a hologram now, so you can ask a hologram uh, Jerry Jones. Oh, man. Probably you you can ask him questions, then you can ask... Hologram Tupac, how how he got killed. I'd love to see it. Uh, all right, next matchup. Uh, Chad and, and the Beans, right? You got it. Kelsey's back for Chad, so, I mean, that makes a big difference. Does that look like a super team to you, though? So his team is good on paper. Yahoo has him getting second right now in the projections. Yeah. Uh, every single player seems really good. It's had a good career. But there's a... A lot of them that are on my personal fuck no yeah. list. Yeah. So as although Chad seems to have a decent team, I think Wendell's team has a little bit more upside with Jamar Chase, uh, Pollard, Jacobs, Lamar Jackson. So I'm going to be taking Wendell over Chad. 
Yeah, I think I think going into the draft, Wendell had the best keepers um, with Lamar, Jamar Chase, and Pollard. Kind of close for me. I think Kelsey coming back makes a huge difference. That's my boy. I'm picking Chad just basically because I think Kelsey just does what he normally does. Um, so I'm going to give it just a slight edge to Chad. But although I do love Bean's team. Yep, both both are good teams. Uh, All right, we got third matchup. Jimmy versus Greg. And this would be my game of the week yeah, if probably. I had to had to pick. These are two high quality teams. Both teams have lots of money to make moves. So when I'm looking at Jeremy's team, obviously Tyreek Hill stud, yeah. but he's playing at New England. Yep. And what does Bill Belichick do? He down. takes away your number one option. Yeah. I can't imagine so, they're just gonna let him just fly all over how he, whatever he wants. And um, you know, maybe, maybe tame down a little Tyreek today or Sunday that is. And, some of the other options, maybe Waddle. I mean, they, they, their offense is just sick, but um, so yeah, maybe it takes away Tyreek and someone else goes off, but um, yeah. yeah. And I love Greg's running backs. I love Bijan Robinson and Travis Etienne. Yeah. And, you know, he's got Mahomes, CeeDee Lamb, DJ Moore. It should be a good team. Yeah. His flex is a little bit weak. We'll see how Christian Watson plays when he comes back, but I am going to take Greg over Jeremy. Yeah, I'm going Greg also, but I think it's close. Next up, we got Cubbies versus the side. Looking at this matchup, I'm not in love with either one of these teams. Kind of uh, personally, that they're all right in the projections. I think Buzz kind of has a, a low upside team when you're looking at it. I don't like Dalvin Cook and Zeke Elliott as his running backs. He's got Kamara coming back from suspension once that happens, but I still, I, I thought Kamara looked like shit last year. Yeah. I watched him, I watched almost every single game with him just to see what he was doing. And he looked like an average running back. Yeah. I mean, and I know Buzz hates his team. So he uh, yeah. was able to pull out a win last week, but when you get blacked at golf and <laughs> you met, let someone pick your final six picks or something for you, then that was strange. You're not going to love your team, I would guess. But so yeah, I will take sidecar. Yeah, what do you what do you think about the sidecar team? It's 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 solid enough to be a contender in the rats. That's what I'll say. Yeah, he's got the Ohio running backs and Mixon and Chubb. So or they have them, not he. They have them. They. Um, they them. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how we're going to start referring to the side? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They, they need their, their pronouns to make sure you get it right. <laughs> this week, I got a, a big trade offer. I'm just, I don't normally uh, share my trade offers publicly, <laughs> but this was just so outrageous yeah. that I have to share. Let's hear it. Cree offered me 15 and 15 plus JSN for Stefan Diggs. Okay. Only you're only about a hundred dollars short on that uh, trade offer. That, that, Why would I accept anything less than what AJ Brown got traded for? Uh, I think Cree's looking for a, a wide receiver. Do you remember remember at the draft? I mean, <laughs> if he walked around and told everybody, "What kind of wide receivers do you have?" He was trying to make a trade. That night. He's looking for a fucking clue too. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> 
All right, next up. Like, don't wait, he wasted 10 minutes of my time with that fucking trade offer. Like, what are you doing? I mean, how do they negotiate? I don't know if I've really negotiated with them because since they're division. Oh, I have a side chat. I have a side chat with uh, in the prof with both of them yeah. and the profile picture is Cubs White Sox oh. uh, split. Yeah, I, they're both White Sox guys. So at least they're on that same page, right? Insert Martindale. Let's go White Sox. Uh, next up is Davis 30 and Jays. So looking at the matchup, one matchup that really stands out that I like a lot this week is big game out of George Pickens on Monday Night Football versus Cleveland. Okay. Deontay Johnson is out right. for the next four, five weeks with a shredded hamstring. Yeah. And then I think, uh, what's his name? The tight end also for the Steelers. Firemouth, he's out. I think he is a little shaken. He came back. I think he broke. I think he might have broke a rib, but he'll be back. Yeah. But I still think George Pickens is gonna start coming up big, and sh I mean, he just makes highlight catches all the time. So maybe he puts it all together for the next four weeks for Jay. Who, uh, you know, you probably know this. I don't remember. Someone outbid me for Kenny Pickett. I did like him. What team is Kenny Pickett on? I still Kenny Pickett is on. Blaine's team. Uh, makes sense. He was right next to me. Blaine is a, Blaine likes Steelers Nation. Yeah. Big Steelers Nation guy. Uh, with Jalen Warren also on his team, right? Right. Deeper. Right. Holy shit. I think he had Deontay Johnson last year, if I recall. I think you're right. Yeah, but I mean, getting back to this matchup, right? So you think Pickens is a big one. Tua, again, you know, going against Belichick and that deep, it seems like he owns owns Miami, but Miami seems like they're kind of on a different page this year. So I guess that's going to be a big one. Also, Davis 30 has Waddle, so. Right, yeah, three three um, Dolphins in this matchup because Mostert, too, on Davis's team. Honey Mostert, that's right. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Jay over Randy. I think Tua stays hot. Yeah, same, I'm taking Jay also. And how can you pick against McCaffrey? Next matchup, we got Drummies against Jafe. Boys again. And Yahoo is projecting this only a 0.3 difference between the projected scores, so a close one. I didn't really write a whole lot of notes here. Uh, both teams are decent. Both have decent rosters. It's going to come down to who blows up. And I think... 90S Friarmouth, so you're just talking about him. I just noticed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's going to play, but yeah, that's another thing. The thing about Knighty's team is he has no money to make any trades. He doesn't have a backup tight end, so he's going to be going for waivers. And But who cares? It's a freaking tight end. It's like you just roll the dice on whoever's out there. I mean, it just makes sense to roll it into just another position, right? Right. I like Chafe's running backs, and I like Knighty's receivers. Yeah. And... We know that we live in a receiver-heavy league this season. Now we do. It seems to be. Yeah, now we do. Yeah, it's changed over the years. So I'm going to take Knighty to edge Blaine. And unfortunately for Blaine, he will be 0-2, along with Chad, if our predictions are correct. So a couple quality teams there starting 0-2. Yeah, you know. Uh, Possibly. Plunger started off 0-1. He's in 16th, right in his normal spot. Uh, so. <laughs> He always ends up in the middle. He's always, you know, eight, nine, somewhere around there. Except last year. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think I'm going 90 as well. Sorry, Blaine. Uh, next up, we've got 
Butter, your boy Butter against DDS. Big 07 matchup. Yeah. So the pressure is on Jason, just like you said. He's never been in this position. Um, he's got Austin Eckler, who got banged up a little bit last week. Yeah. But how good did Brees Hall look really good. this past week? He looked so good. He looked just like he did prior to the injury last yeah, I season. I can't believe he so an injury. Doesn't look like he came off yeah. the injury. Yeah, he looked like Adrian Peterson after his ACL got torn. Just a monster. So I just, I really think uh, Jason hit a home run again because that was kind of a risky play coming in for Brees Hall because you never know how a young guy is going to react to an ACL surgery that er coming back that early. Byron has unbelievable wide receivers. Maybe my a couple of my favorites in the league, St. Brown, Jefferson, but he makes up for it by having shitty poo-poo running backs. He's got he's got the Rams backfield right now in his starting lineup yeah. and that does not bode well, especially playing San Francisco 49ers. Deef, uh, I think Byron's in trouble this week and Jason comes up with the victory. This was something I wrote down earlier and it looks like it's still holding up, but DDS has four running backs in his lineup and I don't know if that's ever happened other than a big dog scat back lineup. <laughs> He's got Eckler, Rashad White, Zach Moss, which who knows about that, and Brees, which we talked about, but I mean, unless you're talking about Snapback right. Nation, I mean, four running backs in a, in a lineup is crazy for this league. Yep, he lost. He lost Deontay Johnson, so yeah, he's he was scrambling to get get another starter in there. Uh, last matchup of the week, we've got the sacks against the dog. Sacks against the dog. Uh, Anthony Richardson looked really good for the Colts. Was watching it kind of in between uh, seventh grade football, but looked pretty damn good. But he's matched up again against another rookie quarterback this week. So um, I think I like the Colts this week. So I think Richardson could ball. It seems like Big Dog is good at picking these good athlete guys yeah. that he just sees something in and they seem to excel. It's something that he's done over the years pretty well. Rick's team isn't horrible, no. I don't think. You know, Jalen. if you have Jalen Hurts in your lineup, you're never gonna be out of any matchup. But T Higgins, uh, what he, he had eight targets last week with zero catches. Yeah. I don't know how often that's happened. His running backs are shitty though. Miles Sanders and Damian Harris, who got outplayed by Latavius Murray, who was playing in the two-minute <laughs> drill for some reason for Buffalo. I don't know what was going on with that. It's like the, the thing he's least good at is two-minute drill, and yet they put him out there on that. So I think we got to give the edge to Big Dog, even though Yahoo is saying Rick has the advantage by two points. Yeah, fuck those projections, all right? <laughs> So yeah, big dog over Rick. And that would be week two. Jake and Joe's jizz picks. Week two. Uh, all right, what's next? We got uh, just predictions on the season. Is that what we're doing next? Big reputation, big reputation. Oh, you and me, we got big reputations. Ah, and you heard about me. Oh, I got some big enemies. Big reputation, big reputation. Oh, you
so yeah, I think this is something that everybody will want to hear. They always want to hear, are you picking my team to win it all? Or are you picking me to be butt pirate? Man. What are you picking me? How could you say that about me? I'm going to be a wild card team. Yeah, I mean, there's so many people. Have, wild have card opinions, teams this so. Year, so someone else is making it. So we'll see. I actually think this year overall, a lot of parody, yeah. a lot of parody early. You know how it, it starts out like that, but it never ends like that. Once the seller starts selling it, yeah. it's pretty. Things uh, change in this league. It's pretty, pretty quick. They can change very quickly. Right. So we're going to go through, uh, pick each winner of the division. And remember, three wild cards this year. Yeah. So seven playoff teams. Is it only, is it number one seed gets a buy and that's it? That's how I think. That's why I assume. It's kind of strange how Chad has a good team and all of a sudden this rule for an extra <laughs> wild card just gets pushed through without the uh, right. year wait like we normally do with every single rule before that. The year that he has all the money. <laughs> so let's start off with the gangsters division. Who do you have winning that? Greg. I also have Greg winning the gangsters division. I think the gangsters are weak this year. Probably the least competitive uh, division. And I just think Greg has, you know, his high-end guys are just so good and he has yeah. a lot of money to fill in. Really bad flex right now, but he can fix that with a little bit of cash. For sure. A little, cent- little centier business loan, <laughs> if you if you will. Did you, uh, did you write down Jay's picks or do you have those? Oh, yeah, yeah. Jay says, let's go Buzz. Right, right. <laughs> So Jay is picking Buzz to win the Gangsters Division. So next we will move on to the Thugs Division. I went DDS. I mean, we've talked about him a lot tonight. I, I like his team. He's got, again, like we talked about, he's got some money. He's got, can make some moves. Uh, I think DDS, has he ever made the playoffs? Yep, one time he did. Okay. He, he got the monkey off his back a couple of years ago. I also have Rick Jason winning the thugs, so we're, we're the same through the first two divisions. And Jay picked Wendell. Yeah, yeah. So Wendell's high upside team he's picking, which I could see. Yeah. And next Degen. we move on to Degen. the Gens. The Gens. And here I am picking our fellow pod boy, Jay. I like his, I like the roster depth. Yeah. Nice, nice roster depth. Not a lot of money to make moves, but I think the Degens are the most competitive uh, division this year. It's going to be a blood, a bloodbath in there. I don't think anybody's really that bad. So it's going to be, going to be a lot of close matchups, but I think Jay comes out. What do you think? So I actually put down Chad and I'm like, is his team good? I don't know. Is it a super team? No. Does he really have that much money left? Not really. Not not as much as I thought. Like, I, I just don't know. Like, I think I'm just so sold on that, like, he had so much money to draft with that his team should be good. But I don't really like a lot of the guys, that kind of like what you said earlier. I don't like Russ. I don't I, – I just don't know. I put him down, but I, I'm not a really a big fan of it, so – yeah. 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 Chad, Chad's probably grinding his teeth listening to this pod right now, <laughs> listening to us rip. <laughs> we're ripping his teeth. We're ripping the draft. Right. We're ripping everything. So. Died for commission. Sorry, Chad. We, we love, we love you, Chad. Don't, don't, don't take this in the wrong way. Uh, let's see who Jay had winning. He picked himself. Of course. So. Yeah, absolutely. So he's in agreement with me on that one. 
So a lot of similar picks though between between all three of us. Sure. Uh, let's go on to last but not least, <laughs> certainly not least, the good rats. The ones that the champions always come from. I mean, right? Most championships. You know, I put Jimmy. I, I really wanted to put myself, but I put Jimmy. Uh, so yeah, I think he's. I, yep, we're all that money for twenty twenty four. He can move a lot of shit around. And still be pretty good for 2024. Uh, lots of flexibility. I agree. We're we're all in agreement. I also picked Jeremy, and so did Jay. So a sweep, yeah, for Jeremy to win the rats. So now we move on to the three wild card teams. Who who slips their way into the playoffs this season? Who you got? I went Jay, Beans, and Nide. Nice. Nide just perked up. Right. Heard heard his name. He's like, oh yeah, oh yeah. They haven't talked about me enough. I they have not been talking about me enough. We right. It's it's been too long. We'll we'll have him join us later, maybe if we're still doing the pod to do a contenders and pretenders, the famous segment that favorite. everybody always looks forward to. So my wild cards, I have Jason, Wendell, and Chad. Yeah. Yeah. So an an 07 trio for the wild card. I think they, they, they're able to pull some moves and get themselves into the playoffs. Uh, Jay, for his wild card, he also had Jason in the playoffs as a wild card. Byron, who none of us have, have picked yet. And here's another pick no one has picked. Joe Finley oh, Bush, wow. he says, is going to sneak his way into the playoffs. I don't know about that one, but I like the optimism. There you go. Now the real reason, so, like who who do you think is going to win this fucking league this year? Who do you think is going to make the championship right. game? Who do you think it is? So my championship will be Wendell versus Greg. Wow. And I am taking Greg I mean, to lock up his second championship. Yeah, he had a really good speech also. We were talking about speeches earlier. Also a really yeah. good speech that I remember for sure. I went... Jimmy and Greg and Jimmy taking it. I think Jimmy finally goes. I think he's got this is the year. a ton of flexibility and he can make moves for days. I mean, who thought giving up AJ Brown on draft day and you still have that type of squad? Tyreek is yep. just a game changer, at least right now. So let's see who Jay has. Okay, you'll like this one. For Jay's championship, he's got let's go buzz. <laughs> Versus Jay. That's so late. And he is taking himself over Buzz. That's so late right there. Jay is calling his shot. He's, he's calling the championship right now. He loves to. Uh, I'm getting choked up over here. <laughs> Pen and then. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Uh, how about Pirate? My butt Pirate is Jay's runner-up prediction. I have Buzz as my butt pirate. I don't, like you said, I think he's already kind of made up his decision that he's going to sell whenever, you know, the time comes. So I actually, I think both Fallstitch brothers are kind of positioning themselves to, to sell early. So I will take Buzz to be the butt pirate. Uh, yeah, not mad at that. You know, you're talking about the, uh, the Fallstitch brothers, Buttermilk, I know, I think we talked about this. He set his team up. Like, he's got, like, rookies. He's mm-hmm. looking like he's playing for the future. Um, 
yeah, fielding fielding trade offers on Jefferson, right. you know. Right. Hopefully he's getting more than 15 and 15. You know, this guy's been yeah. here before that I'm picking, and he's a rat also. I'm going with Dog. I love his, I love everything that he does, but it just seems like some things just don't break his way. But I'm picking Big Dog. I think he's he's at least yeah. been it once before. I think this might be number two. Yeah, I definitely have him in the bottom half of the league yeah. for sure. He always somehow scrapes his way. I tried to ask him, what does he know about Odell Beckham Jr. that we don't? Yeah. And it turns out he doesn't know about Odell Beckham Jr. I, I just don't think he's he's going to be any any good anymore. Did he do anything week one at all? I don't remember. Uh, maybe like three points, something like that. Four. Same as Joe Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> Two catches for 37 yards. Yeah, he, it's it's low upside because you're not going to get Lamar. Lamar's never going to be slinging it around the field in that offense. Jay for Butt Pirate goes with Old Faithful, yeah. Ricky Davis yeah. for his Butt Pirate. He's never been there, so I saw Rick has Cordero Patterson. On I his did team. notice that today too. Might want to get get rid of him. Yeah. Unless we add a joker position into our fantasy starting lineups. Hey, I mean, we... So there are your Butt Pirate League predictions. They're solid as rock. Nothing is going to change. We're definitely correct on all of that. And all complaints should be directed to Jake. Yeah, Jake, just send me all the side chats. Uh, Vegas? The amount of money I'm going to be making would hurt your parents' feelings. You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? That's what I'm going to be doing every single night. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Where's my check? We'll be mailing them up next week, sir. Oh, no, no, I want mine now. I don't have any checks to give. Well, that guy got one, right? Give me one of them big ones. I don't care. Yep, let's do some Vegas. All right. So, obviously missed last week, which we obviously went. Uh, we hit both our spread and over-under picks, all of us. So, we're 6-0 and right now. <laughs> uh, what do you got this week? All right. I'll start off with the spread pick. So, I feel very strongly about this. And the team I'm picking against, I'm going to be picking against them all year. It is Chargers minus three at the Tennessee Titans. Mm. I think... Ryan Tannehill and the Tennessee Titans are garbage. Garb. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be a bottom three team, maybe the worst team. Wow. Um, so yeah, and Chargers, they're good. They have a good defense. They have good offense. The defense didn't show up last week, but I have faith that they'll show up. It's kind of a different offense last week they were playing against too. So they might be one of the most elite. So I think you're going from elite, elite to garb. So yeah, you, I, I I'm 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 getting behind your pick there. <clears throat> I'm going uh, maybe a kind of a surprise pick, but Falcons plus one and a half. The whole goddamn stadium is going to be eating Chick Fil A on Sunday in in the ATL, <laughs> baby. Just all those Sandos, just facing all those Sandos. You know the Packers are kind of banged up with Watson. Did Aaron Jones like? I didn't know if he like ripped his hamstring off or he was just like, that was his touchdown celebration. I don't know. I'm going to say sprinkle the money line on this boy too. You're getting points. You're getting points. Always sprinkle the money line. That's a rule right there. Bonus play. Right. 
for free too. Oh, I don't free. Really charge for that. Uh, what about your over-under? So my, my over-under is 49ers and Rams under 44 and a half. I just think the Niners shove the Rams shit back up their poop holes. Yeah. And, and I just think they go into cruise control, you know, second half. So under 44 and a half. Nobody likes betting unders, but I'm going to give you an underplay also. Like underplays, like just suck in general. No one wants to root for an under. Everyone, everyone bets overs. Overs, like they're more fun to watch. Unders build your bankroll. So I'm going Eagles, Vikes tomorrow night under 48 and a half. They both went under in week one. And I saw this stat today. The last six of these eight games between the Eagles and Vikings have all went under 48 and a half. I mean, just put the put the mortgage Ooh, down. Bo- put the mortgage boys down. Bring it some, boys bring it some analytics into the into the put picks. The I like that. Down. So yeah, take it to the bank. We're gonna go four and zero this year. We should have asked uh, Jay what he was gonna do, but uh, we'll just assume he went two and zero. Also, yeah, I mean he's winning in golf, so he's good. So I think last up, best to group me. All right. Uh, first one, I mean, I'm riding my bike home at lunch. I see the guy walking down the alley with the Ricky Williams jersey on. It was, <laughs> I think it was, you know, I think it was the start of the NFL season. I was just fucking dying. I could barely stop myself quick enough to stop, turn around on my bike, uh, and take a picture bicycle that is guys not i wasn't rick on a fucking uh crotch rocket i so i stopped took a picture pop a wheelie right <laughs> took a picture of the guy he's just walking down the alley probably just went to kroger and uh you know i i i have thought about I, you do see an absorbent amount of people will say walking around downtown indy in fucking jerseys that make no sense for indy uh and this was a perfect example. I, I thought about almost starting like an Instagram page for it. Uh, I see it all the time. It's fucking hilarious. Just the amount of jerseys. But, you know, it's a it's a it's a different league than what it used to be. NFL, NBA, MLB. People wear jerseys for everybody. Right. It's not just your hometown teams anymore. But right. Maybe as long as it's not a as long as it's not a Pat McAfee jersey. I'm so that, sick of seeing those. Fuck that guy. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'll start the Instagram someday. I was thinking, like, trying to come up with a catchy name. Someone might be able to help me. But I was thinking, like, Jersdays or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I don't remember what caused this to happen, but we're talking about Vesta Group Me, right? So the tub fired up the tub on Thursday night. I, I didn't look back to see, like, what caused it, but I loved it. Firing up the tub, you know, it was just a sign of – here we are. We're playing Thursday night football, and the tub had someone do something great, I guess. I don't know who's on his team that made to do it, but I love it. Let's see what we got coming up next. Oh, speaking of Big Dog, uh, a.k.a. Will Carlisle, he's coming up the hi-fi on September 19th. I mean, is that Big Dog for real? 
Oh my god, that guy was his twin. That was hilarious I, when you sent me that. I I legit thought you like photoshopped Big Dog into that advertisement. I mean, I, Willie Carlisle and the local honeys. I'm thinking about going. <laughs> Coming man. to Indianapolis. I, I'm thinking about going. Is anyone down? Like, let's just buy tickets and go. Like, I think it'll be fucking great. But and what was so funny is when you told me about that, I said right away. Uh, <laughs> I don't think the American Southern Square Dance Group is going to appreciate the Bernie Sanders talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that's exactly what. So then, so then Big Dog fired back with, if he thought my radical left conspiracy, conspiracy <laughs> were good, just wait until you get a taste of my folksy Americana side. <laughs> Borrow some clothes from Rick and head down for a night of boot scoop merriment. Feel scary, welcome, and encouraged. I think we go. I think someone like if I got a plan, like a, a side chat to get people to go, I think it would be fucking great. The guy might think we're all dickheads for laughing at him the entire time. Um, but I mean, it's got to be big dog. September 19th. Coming up. Big day. Yeah. All right. Next up. Uh, you know, I was just kind of scrolling through. I reread 90s recaps. Those are fucking great on Monday. Uh, mm-hmm. laying out what happened and kind of like what we do laying out kind of what what happened and what could happen on monday night and and uh but they're great right nice job nice job those are always good i i look forward to it every time i wake up monday morning i'm like where is it it's already nine o'clock where is it and then last one greg he put the jimmy buffett and then you know he co-wrote co-wrote our uh our pod intro song and uh when the gummies hit and I think maybe he might've co-wrote that song with Chad because it came out, you know, he died basically and Chad drugged everybody at the draft. So yeah, that's a felony Chad. Yeah. Another reason no one likes you. (laughs) (laughs) I had never heard of that song. Jimmy Buffett, my gummy just kicked in. I'd never heard. It's a brand new song. Like he wrote it right before he died. Apparently it's on like an album that's coming out. And I think Chad co-wrote it. Cue, cue the cue the Chappelle uh, Tupac song. <laughs> I wrote the song a long time ago, a really long time ago. Oh <laughs> uh, man! So that was best to group me. Uh, nice. I'm sure uh, we'll have some bickering going on. You don't you don't want to cover you don't want to cover any of my 9/11 controversy. Uh, man, did you with my video? Well, just made me think about it. Did you see? Or the tweet that the guy posted that Aaron Rodgers was going to blow his Achilles up in two and a half hours. Yeah, I did see that. that. Two and a half hours. And it like kind of hit like within like a half an hour of that or something. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, my I'm not going to cheer for anyone's injury, <laughs> but my favorite part of that injury was that former Bear Leonard Floyd was the one oh, that Leonard. injured Aaron Rodgers, and so you know if that's a career ender. Brett Favre's career was also ended by uh, a Bears defensive lineman. I can't remember, but it was somebody on the Bears that ended. Brett Favre slammed his head against the uh, Minnesota turf. Number three hundred fifty or whatever. That was the- yeah. And then he just then he just started sending dick pics everywhere. Actually, that was before uh, and stealing money and you know embezzling money. I guess not stealing, but kind of. Uh, you know, that's, I think that's about it, man. You got anything else? 
Yeah, I, I love how I said, let's keep it short and sweet. And we oh, made yeah. it over an hour. An hour? Yeah. <laughs> One hour, yeah. Once we put in all the clips, it'll be very long, probably. Good thing we kept it short. But yeah, we knocked that dust off. So we're ready to I mean, ready to roll. Hopefully we get some guests in the, in the next coming weeks. I mean, a little, little rusty, but it feels like riding a bike, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. What up, Pyre Nation? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we'll get together in person. I'll get Joe high. We'll, we'll laugh a lot more. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll get there though. We're 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 we'll get there. But it's good. Good seeing everybody. Uh, like I said at the draft, uh, it was great. Post your comments if you disagree with something. Post it in the chat. That's that's what this podcast is here for: is to build conversation. Yeah, maybe some best of group me comes out of it or something. Right. So love you guys. Glad you listened. Uh, talk to you next week. I can't wait to hear the end of this pod when it actually comes out. Joe, play that motherfucking outro. Okay, 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 okay. okay. You live in my dream step. You look at my fantasy. I stay in reality. You live in my dream step. Anytime I count That's the only time we make up, make up. You exist behind my eyelids, my eyelids. No, I don't wanna wake up. 2020, 2020 vision. Cupid hit me, Cupid hit me with precision. I wonder if you look both ways when you cross my mind. I said, I said I'm sick of, sick of, sick of, sick of chasing. You're the one that's always running through my daydream. I, I can only see your face when I close my eyes. I said, okay, 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 do get my infatuation and translate into another form of what you call it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I ain't met you. I've been looking, stuck and waiting for I stop the chasing like an alcoholic. You don't understand me, what the fuck do you mean? It's them rose in the cheeks, yeah, it's them dirt colored eyes. Sugar, honey, iced tea, bumblebee on the scene, yeah, I can love my bakery to have a piece of your pie. Ugh. 20, 20, 20, 20 vision. Keep it hit me, keep it hit me with precision. I wonder if you look both ways when you cross my mind. I said I'm sick of, sick of, sick of, sick of chasing You're the one that's always running through my daydream I, I can only see your face when I close my eyes So Can I-